2: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Could Kevin Nisbet be joining Lee Griffiths in the Celtic front line next season? Portuguese reports claim Porto are closing in on a deal for Alfredo Morelos And Billy Gilmore's hoping Scottish influence can help his Norwich loan move I'm Andrew McLean, joining me in the studio tonight is Mark Wilson
0: Into July now Andrew and it's a time where the teams of all... Really reported back to pre-season The rumours start Who will be coming Who will be going And you just mentioned there Rumours about Kevin Nisbet of surface today Could be on Celtic's radar Along with some of the other Signings they've made this year Alfredo Morelos is another big one He could be heading out the door Lots to talk about this, after, uh, this afternoon uh, This afternoon This evening And Motherwell Were signing of their own as well So what's to talk about this evening?
2: Yeah it looks like The tale of two strikers At each side of the city Kevin Nisbet Reportedly a target for Celtic And reports in Portugal Saying that Porto Are closing in on a fee Agreed for Alfredo Morello So let us know what you think 0141 Or you can send us a tweet At Clyde SSB It's always nice to be in the studio as well When there's football on Euro 2020 the quarterfinals have kicked off tonight Switzerland against Spain 1-0 to Spain So far it was a pretty horrible goal To concede for Switzerland Shot from outside the box Jordi Alba And a, a really horrid deflection From uh, Zachariah into yeah, the top corner that
0: was pretty unfortunate Um got to say that There's been a lot of goals this, this tournament Quite surprised at that But you've got to say Going into this game You'd think Spain were the You know, the heavy favourites But Switzerland have been Really the surprise package This tournament um, you know Holding their own, Got a game plan Got players that can cause problems It's only 1-0 just now You'd still fancy Spain But the game's not over
2: Let us know what you think Anything you want to talk about 01419511025 uh, uh, 1025 I should say uh, I was saying there Sort of tale Tale of two strikers Where should we start shall we Let's go for Let's go for that uh, The reports from Portugal About Alfredo Morelos Because we've heard it Throughout this week Um that, you know, there, there was the talk that he'd agreed personal terms with them from over there. Now, Abola, who are one of the big sort of big hitters over there in terms of newspapers are claiming that Porto are close to agreeing a fee with Rangers for him uh, so they're claiming that it would be around 12 million euros as a starting point with 5 million euros in bonuses so that works out at roughly around 15 million pounds I mean we obviously don't know whether that's definitely going to go through or not but I think there's, there's always talk about Alfredo Morelos and, and whether he's going to stay at Rangers
0: or not Yeah um, I think the Rangers fans will be splitting this I think a lot of them would like to see him there again next season. He's he's unquestionably a goal scorer. But I think there will be a portion who would hear those figures, 15 million, and, and think perhaps that they've got the best out of Alfredo Morelos. Perhaps that he detracts a bit from what Stephen Gerrard is trying to build in terms of team spirit. He sometimes upsets the camp with, with certain things he does. And... You know, he let the club down a lot a couple of years ago with with his dismissals. Um, He seemed to have straightened it out a bit and he won back the the favour of the manager. Probably not as prolific um, as he was a couple of years ago. So I think that Steven Gerrard would be happy enough to take the £15 million round about that for him and reinvest it. And someone else. They, they've got good striking options there as a backup. Morellos, no doubt, has been a top player for Rangers and, and scored plenty of goals, but sometimes an offer comes along where it makes you sit up and take notice, and this could be that one.
2: It's always a tough one when it comes to goal scorers as well. When you've got someone that's a proven goal scorer, it must be hard for a manager to let them go, no matter what the fee is, just because, you know, goal scorers are what every club wants and, and they're so hard to replace.
0: Well they are uh, You know And there's no guarantee I suppose If that money did come in And Steven Gerrard Was allowed to take that money Say For talk's sake It was £15 million And go and invest The majority of that In a striker There's no guarantee You'll get the same Returning goals That Alfredo Morelos Has gave you Um, So it's It's a hard position To fill Morelos came As a relative unknown And look um, What he achieved At the club In terms of goal scoring Um, But I'm pretty sure Stephen Gerrard and his staff Would be well aware that there would be bids coming in For a couple of these players Off the back of last season's success Morelos obviously being at the top end of the pitch Would be probably one of the favourites to go And his staff would have been looking at other options So I won't be surprised if they've got a list drawn up Of available people that they can entice to the club If he goes 01419511025
2: If you've got any thoughts Sean is a Rangers fan up first Sean, what are you making of it?
3: Hi there guys, um, um, good, good company tonight, I've got Mark Walsh, Dude. one of the greatest uh, guys on the sure. show, so everybody likes Mark Walton. he's always a character.
2: Thanks um, <laughs> hey, right?
0: Sean, you you know?
3: goes, big yeah, praise from me. a Rangers
2: fan, there you go, that's all right. Uh, uncle oh, Sean there, Do <laughs> you know
3: what, there's one thing about Mark Walsh when he's so by he'll take good things about Rangers, they'll say good things.
2: I like so one sec Sean we'll, we'll try and get you back in the the line's not very good we couldn't quite oh, uh, sure you like, like he, he, like. he said he liked Mark Wilson that was enough for me we <laughs> can't like we can't keep down. him on him not back. having it no no uh, Sean we'll try and get you back on our producer will sort that one out it uh, wasn't quite a, <laughs> a clear line um just before we get back to Sean you look at Rangers striking options i mean there's been a lot of seasons Where they've been Overly reliant On Alfredo Morelos But last season Wasn't one of those There was goals From all over the pitch Tavernier uh, Contributed with a lot Kemar Roof Ryan Kent Got into double figures As well Do you think that Would make any sale Maybe a bit easier For Rangers Because they're thinking Well you know It's not as if he scored 30 goals Last season
0: And he was our only Source of goals Yeah um, I think that does help Of course when and that contributed to to Rangers, you know, taking the lead in the championship and keeping their noses in front, then extending it. That they had goals everywhere. However, you touched on that. a goal scorer who, okay, Morelos wasn't as prolific as he's been in years gone by last season, but he still gives you a good return. So it's always a difficult decision. You have to weigh up all the options. But I just think knowing that you've got ten Roof, you know, what role will Defoe play? And if you've got this money to get someone else in I think it might be the time that Stephen Gerrard Will decide to move him. Sean I think we've got you back Hi
3: there um, Guys, um, can you hear me now? Yes, so good uh, Thank you very much, great show guys um, And what I was saying to you And Mark Wilson and that, to boss, I wouldn't sell my list for any I don't know what Mark's opinion is, I wouldn't sell my list for any less than 15 million, if there's no bid For 15 million, it's and to me, that's a no deal, and I actually think Rangers fans would be angry if the board's open for any less. 15, above 15, I would say he's probably got to go. and Porto is realistic. And see that thing I, I seen yesterday about Tavernier got in mind, you know, I don't think that's realistic.
2: I mean, I, I saw those reports, it was from a, a website somewhere to do with Tavernier, but, but Sean's saying, in, in terms
0: of Morelos. 15 million he would take, any less than that he wouldn't Yeah, I would agree with that uh, look, You look at some of the players throughout Europe And particularly strikers Some of you know, the uh, the transfer amounts are going for You've got to say Morelos is is worth 15 million pounds If he's going to Portal Look, he's played in Europe, he's proved in Europe That he can score against top sides And that's that's where the money comes from You know, it's alright doing it in, the, in our Premiership but teams look if you can do it on a European level, and Morelos performed in the last couple of seasons, scored big goals and big games against Porto and and the like. So, um, I, I have to agree with Sean. Fifteen million pound. I don't think Rangers would take much less than that. Sean, do you
2: think that if Morelos goes, Rangers would need to bring in a replacement, or do you think they're pretty well set with you know Itin, Roof, Sakala, and Defoe in there?
3: To be honest, I think we still need I, I always think if my goes... I'm not saying they would need to go for a big signing, but I think they would probably need to spend two or three million on um a, an off-pricer. Because um, um, Roof... Uh, no Roof. The four's getting on a wee bit. He's just as old as Mark Wilson, so... We, we <laughs> we need to bring he's him older, off-piker.
0: actually. Right. Aye. He is older. That's that's you know saying something for me that he's still playing and banging in goals. But I, I, look, I think if they get that money, Steven Gerrard will be allowed more than three or four million to spend. It's how you spend it, you know. And your recruitment is key. We looked at Celtic last year and they spent five million pounds in goalkeepers and you know all throughout the team, good money on players that you think oh they'll be. They didn't return. Steven Gerrard and his team don't want to fall into that trap where. They, they pay top dollar Six, seven million pounds Perhaps on a striker And he doesn't return What Morelos gives you
2: Sean What other areas Do you think Rangers Need to strengthen If at all Because it's, it's obviously Really similar to the squad That finished last season
3: See boss, I don't like I think it's only up front I, I think Rangers are In a midfield Rangers are good At the back Rangers are good I think, basically, if my little goes, that's the only place. And I'll tell you one thing, right? I'm, I'm not a biased Rangers fan. I've been on um, yourselves a lot of times, right? But see, see to be honest, next season's not, it's got to be a lot different season. Celtic will not be 25.5 Rangers. They'll not be 15. It'll be a lot closer. It might be 5 or 10 points, but certainly not be 25. But I, think Celtic, I think Celtic will be good next season. and I'm not, I don't think they're good enough to win the league, to be honest, but I think they'll be good. And I think see it as a team where well, I think Rangers Celtic will need to watch it for next season. I think Aberdeen's a dangerous team next year. I think Aberdeen's gone places as a football team. I don't think they're good enough to win the league, but I think they're a team where eh, the Rangers and Celtic are up to their strengths. They might put on, is under pressure for the first time and. Almost
2: 20 odd deals. I mean is the The evidence there Of how tough it is For teams other than Celtic and Rangers To challenge at the top of the table That Celtic were Miles off it Last season And still
0: Finished second Pretty comfortably Yeah it, it, Listen there's huge gaps there Between Rangers and Celtic And the rest No matter You know How close we think it might be In the first Few months of the season I always saying stretches The lead always saying stretches when you get to about October, November, and I think it will be the exact same this season. I do agree with Sean. I think it will be much tighter. I don't think it'll be a gap anywhere near like last season. I think I truly believe Celtic cannot be as bad in all departments like they were last season. There's got to be, you know, huge improvements across the full club from top to bottom to the players on the pitch. So, um, you know, that goes back to the point: if Steven Gerrard is a Going to let Morelos go Then it's important He gets the right replacement in Because I think it will be A sterner challenge How confident
2: do you think The staff at Rangers will be At the moment Knowing that As it stands They don't really need to do A whole lot of business They've talked previously about the fact that, you know, they will need to make maybe one or two sales just because that's how it works to be a self-sustainable club. But it's not as if they're having to do what Celtic are doing and it's it's a huge overhaul. They, there's a lot of continuity going into the yeah. new season.
0: Well, it, it's a great position to be in, you know, sitting there. Um, I'm pretty sure they're still working behind the scenes in one or two they can add, but sitting there knowing that you've got a solid structure, you know, uh, a, a real good core to your side that you can build around... Um, Pretty comfortable in your preparations Done your business in the previous windows Great position for a manager to be in You know, working in different systems That your players understand Throughout pre-season Rather than starting from scratch Like Postacoglia is Which is incredibly difficult So Stephen Gerrard has put in A lot of work over the the last three years This will probably be His easiest pre-season That he's done Because every other time He's trying to Come up with something new Trying to fix something It's not a lot to fix About last season's team You know everybody was firing And everybody knew their jobs It's just a bit refreshing their memory So a good position for Stephen Gerrard and Rangers To be in this summer
2: Well thank you to Sean oh one four one nine five one one zero two five If you want to get involved Alan is next up in the Gorbals Alan what do you make of this Morello stuff?
4: Oh, I would be very disappointed if Rangers get rid of Malillas. And I think he's a key player for Rangers I know he can cause problems But he can also cause great opportunities for goal scorers And he has a great goal scorer himself I would be very disappointed if Rangers even considers £15 million for him I think, he's, I think he's worth a lot more than that And I think he's worth a lot more to Rangers This year especially We want to win it this year So we we'll can straight into the Champions League the following year I think it's important for Rangers to keep him
2: is that maybe part of the gamble, Mark, that Morelos has proven himself to be a brilliant goal scorer in Europe, especially? We've seen his his numbers in the Europa League qualifiers and in the the group stages. Rangers are now aiming for Champions League football. There's a lot of money at stake getting into the, the group stages of it. I think just getting there, just getting through the qualifying stages is about £14 million. Pounds mm. And that's the sort of minimum in prize money getting there. So he's proven himself to be a goal scorer in Europe, it's then you know do, do you gamble and, and sell them and try and bring someone else in? Yeah. yeah, it's a big question. That's
0: that is the the big reward at the end of this season, um, and of course Rangers could get there this season, but the end of next season as well, going straight into the, the Champions League um, is is a big reward. Like Stephen Gerrard loves them, he does love them, but I just think you know Alan said getting rid of him. I don't think they'd be getting rid of him. I think it'd be a good return and. You know, we've seen over the years um, Particularly at Celtic That players come in And have done brilliant for the club Been brought in for low transfer fees And sold for huge profits And that would be what Morelos is doing Get it, it's a bit different at the top end of the pitch Because he's a goal scorer But where Rangers have came from financially To where they could be just now in this With the sale of Morelos It makes sense You know, you get a good few years out of him You get goals he's, He returns in Europe but potentially it might just upset going forward what Steven Gerrard has in mind so if it comes to 15 million surely you'd
4: want to take that alan now you make obviously a lot of good points here i just think we need him this year especially if we want to go straight into the champions league next year i think um 15 million obviously is good money for rangers and it is good business but i just think there's. i just think we really need him i think he's one of our key players and I, I know he, he swings around, my, uh, my and I just think he's really good for Rangers. I, would, I My personal opinion is I'd be very disappointed if he left Rangers. That's my opinion.
2: I mean he didn't score as many goals as in previous seasons, last season Mark but he was still an integral part of the side we saw him change his game a wee bit as well he was dropping deeper, getting more involved in play got quite a few assists, especially in Europe as
0: well Yeah, I thought that was the most impressive part of his game and I, you saw it in day one at Aberdeen where the the goal comes from it. he kept dropping deep and we're in the studio saying looks well, like Morelos is playing a slightly different role wondering if it was just a one-off but he continued it throughout the season Playing more for the team than he has himself And sometimes strikers then get criticised for that Because they don't score as many goals But, you know, his all-round contribution then helps the team You get guys like Kent scoring more goals And Roof coming off a side scoring more goals So, you know, it depends what role Stephen Gerrard sees him in If he sees him, he, he can progress that role And he drop him deep and adding goals Then he probably he will keep him for another year If he thinks... There's a player out there That I've got my eye on That may do this role Better Then I think he'll take the money If it comes along from Portal
2: Alan how hard do you think He will be to replace Or do you think You know Kamar Roof scored Quite a few goals last season Do you think he then Plays more centrally Or do you think Rangers Will have to go into the market and, And bring in a direct replacement
4: I don't think we would need anyone else I mean we, we, We've got Roof And, and Kent Etc there And, I mean, and they're, they're obviously Major players for us I, I mean, If they left I don't think we need to replace them To be quite honest um, But I just think we need them um, um, I just don't think he, he should go I just think we should just keep him, um And play up front And score as many goals For us this season As they as, as can
2: Well, thank you to Alan 01419511025 if you want to get involved. Celtic fans, we want to hear from you. Reports today linking Kevin Nisbet with a move to Celtic. Do you like that? Do you not? Let us know what you think and we can hear from you after the travel with Lindsay.
0: You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One, Super Scoreboard.
2: Mark Wilson here with me, Andrew McLean On tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard And we've had a goal at Euro 2020 Switzerland what did I tell looking you? as if they're going to cause another upset Well, potentially because it is one all now Between themselves and Spain Shared yeah. Shakiri with a goal A bit of a, a horrid defensive error in there though
0: Oh, horrible from Spain Trying to clear out one defender off the next. Switzerland Take full advantage And Shaqiri What a finish it was Right in at the bottom corner Switzerland The dark horses of this tournament Do not know when they're beat And I mean I don't know if I fancy them But They look to be on top At the minute Andrew So Interesting last 20 minutes In this one that's the thing. Normally Friday night I might have myself a few plans, but Belgium, Italy tonight, I don't oh, think I'm going anywhere. That's, that's, that's gonna be a good one. That's a good one it's, it's always a shame to see one of the you know, the big sides go out, you know, and it's just the lucky the draw what side you fall on. But Belgium, Italy, I mean Italy have now been, you know, beaten in was that thirty one games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thirty one games and then of course Belgium, you look at their side full of superstars, I'll be an absolute cracker come eight o'clock. Well, while this game is on Why don't we check in With
2: our very own Grant Thompson He's down At the Glasgow Green Fan Zone How's it looking down there?
5: Well thanks Andrew Yeah, um, Remarkably it's stayed dry It's quite sunny I mean I thought I was going to Chuck it down earlier um, And with Alan Obviously we've got The uh, the game on At the moment We've got Switzerland And Spain on behind us So I'll ask your prediction For the later game tonight uh, The later game is Italy Belgium Belgium this is, this is really really Pushing my football knowledge To the <laughs> limit here uh, What do you think The score is going to be later? Yeah, I think Belgium will win 2-0 now what we're really interested in is tomorrow's game England, Ukraine, who are you supporting tomorrow? It uh, will be U- Ukraine or the referee <laughs> What do you think the score is going to be tomorrow? Uh, I actually think England will win 2 now. but I hope that Ukraine will win I don't think anything else will happen though So uh, the Fan Zone is on right the way through till the final, there's loads of things happening we've got some drag shows on uh, on Sunday night you coming along for the drag shows? Absolutely, I love I love RuPaul it's one of my favourite episodes it's just watch it every time on Netflix Thanks very much, so uh, Lawrence Cheney and some of the, uh, the RuPaul guys are going to be here on Sunday and remember you can book tickets for the Fan Zone some of the shows are free but you need to book your tickets if you're going to come along
2: We know Mm. what you'll be doing on Sunday night. Sunday night sorted. Yeah. There we go. What happens at drag shows? Well, just people dress up and drag, and I don't know, have a have a sing, have a fun time. Ah. Sounds smashing so there, we Any go. <laughs> there we go tickets left? There we go I'm sure there's plenty Plenty going There you go You can oh, get yeah, involved cool. in that one He was also saying about The England game there so You took a, a special trip Down oh. to England last week to,
0: to go and see Your beloved England oh. Didn't you? Oh, ba- <laughs> Andrew Bad bad plan in there I had this trip Booked for a number of weeks Down to London With the kids To show them the sights And it of course Fell on when England played Germany so, headed out in the morning, round Leicester Square, half <laughs> eight in the morning. Guys are sitting in pubs eating fry ups with other England kit on, ready to go. Then went for lunch at quite a, a nice place, thinking we'll be away from the crowd. 25. England fans comes in With their strips on Sat behind us Starts singing It's coming home And then oh I just went from bad To worse as the night went on I, I managed to Try and avoid The worst of it But Safe to say They certainly enjoyed Their night And well, when was that? Tuesday? Tuesday mm-hmm. night So oh, Bad planning from me I'm
2: sure I saw a video of you With St George's Cross Painted on your face Jumping about the oh, fountain well. In Leicester Square <laughs> Certainly
0: not That couldn't have been me
2: No No, 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 Andrew Got the wrong one 01419511025 If you've got any thoughts tonight Let's move on to this story It was uh, in the Scottish Daily Mail Today, Stephen McGowan Who's been on the show a few times Reporting that uh, Celtic are looking at Kevin Nisbet As a striking option That Hibs are looking for Sort of in excess of £4 million for him It's an area that Celtic are surely going to need to strengthen We know that Lee Griffiths has been brought in for another year Odson Edwards future is up in the air at the moment do you think Kevin Nisbet is the right move for them?
0: Um, I think you can do a lot worse than him now Celtic fans may look at him and turn up their nose and want someone more exotic and lucrative from a European league but Lee Griffiths is a prime example of what you can get from a a young player coming to the club a, a young hungry Scottish player coming to the club um, who started in the lower leagues could be a terrific goal scorer. So Lee Griffiths has been handed this last chance. You could do a lot worse than £4 million for Kevin Nisbet. Um, Hibbs, right to look for that sort of money because he came last season to Hibbs. Quite a, a tough time from where Hibbs were making wage cuts. So a lot of pressure on the young man's shoulders to deliver. And you've got to say, he did deliver. Um, scored. I think it was eighteen goals last season, which is a good return your first season. Um, at a top club like Hibbs, so made his Scotland debut. Scored against the Netherlands. Um, you've got to see if the ball falls to him in the box, he can finish. He's strong as well. So, i uh, I certainly wouldn't be disappointed if Celtic went for him. Um, I do think Edward will go out the door. I think it'll be a miracle for Edwards there. Um, come the the start of the season, because I think the bids will start rolling in for him. And then you're leaving yourself short, you know, you're you've got a Yeti who look has, has no doubt got ability, but he's yet to really show it in a Celtic shirt. You've got Griffiths. I think you need someone else in there to challenge those two. Um and Nisma might just be the man.
2: Well that's what Mark Wilson thinks. What do you think? Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. Alec is a Celtic fan. Up next. Alec is Kevin Nisbet a player that you would like to see at Celtic.
6: Hi Andrew, hi hi Mark. Hi. Mark, how many autographs did you give it last week, mate?
0: We're in London. <laughs> <laughs> I went under the radar. <laughs> had my disguise on. I'm not well known in the city. I'm sure when you were
2: walking about bars, people were trying to flag you down to
0: take orders and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 yeah, aye, bro, aye not, wouldn't it be the first time, Andrew?
6: Yeah, <laughs> uh, aye. The girls to the nice but you know, we 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 bought Bio and we bought Clamala. You need no disrespect to the boys, but we didn't really hear for them. We didn't really hear about them, and when they came, you know, they came with quite big price tags as well. But with the boy But you know, we've we've seen him first hand what he can do. Especially we have, first and foremost, Celtic's going to need to take care of the breeding bottom next year, which is a league. You know, we've heard the Rangers fan on before talking about you know whoever wins we'll the league next year, it's right into the, the group stages. So we know that the boy can play, in in the Premier League, we know that he can score goals in it. I have no faith. And uh, Edward Even if the boy stayed, He's good he, you no know here uh, There's no reliability After uh, uh, A yeti In regards to Griffiths Obviously I was on last night Talking about Lee You know And everybody says well, How many chances does the, does the boy need Obviously he sat down And he spoke with Ange Ange is like what he's heard And You know Nisbet He's big He's strong He's fast He's seen the goal against Holland So You know He's a goal scorer, so after for one, and, and, and another thing that he's Scottish, I like that, I like when my, my team goes and buys players face Scotland or from Scottish.
2: Mark, he's obviously you know only had one season in the Premiership, Kevin Nisbet, but he's scored goals, he's proven he can do it in that league, do you think that's important when there is so much change going on at Celtic that season, that it's maybe less of a risk than it would be, you know, plucking a player from a, a different
0: league? I I believe so. Some some others won't. Some will say, "Oh, you're better doing it in the European League because the European leagues are better than the league." But I believe that someone like Nesbitt, you've seen him first hand. You've actually come up against him. You can actually go to some of your players and say. You know What's his strength uh, What was he like to play against And his movement You can actually get feedback From your own Players like uh, Guys like Iron Things like that Who've come up in Welsh Who've come up against him um, Scoring goals Now he scored goals At the lower levels You know 30 odd for Ray 20 odd for Dunfermline 18 You know For Hibs Like I said That's a proven record That everywhere he goes He will score he comes to Celtic He's going to get chances Created for him You know Much more than he, he did at Hibs So He's a boy Who can put the ball in the net But There's also a, a, Another side to his game That Alec was touching on He's a big lad He's he's quick he, He's decent in the air as well So He's not just a penalty box striker He's someone that I think Would fit into the way That uh, Ange Postacoglu Wants to play and fit in with the, the Scottish contingent It's already there And £4 million pounds, Look I was there at the club When Celtic paid £4 million pounds For Scott Brown And there was a lot of sneering And and you know Sniping That it was way too much For a Scottish player And look how that worked out You know I also saw Scotty MacDonald come uh, A young Scottish eh, Well Australian But striker From Who'd played in Scotland And done it in Scotland He came Scored goals At the highest level In Champions League nights So it's not as much a gamble, I I think, as some people would think I think he, he should be given much more respect And people just saying, no, he's at Hibs He's a young Scottish player, £4 million too much Don't sign him I think he could do a job for Celtic Do you want to come back in, Alec?
6: Well, you know, I think we paid about £3 million for Clam- Clamalla You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. if we the Hibs £4 million We just Hibs, to with that £4 million. They will circulate that money I mean, I've said it in the show a few times you know, if we can try and keep the money, ah, it's good to try and go if you can get somebody. But why take a massive gamble? As I said last night, this isn't a season for Celtic taking any chances, taking any gambles. You know, it, the boy might become, you know, it, it could maybe score a barrel load. He might come and it might not work. You, you never know, but at least I've watched, what, I've, I know, I've I've watched the boy play last last year. So... You know, £4 million is a lot of money. No, really. No, really. You know, the, the guys obviously got ability. And Celtic this season, as you say, they can go to hire. They can go to how is it. This season is a season about trying to get a really good team on the park to challenge a really, really good team like Rangers. That's what Celtic need to do this year. They can't kind of just write it up. They need to try and get some, some form former, you know, team on the park and like to... The guys to Edward, still to get 10 miles or whatever. They need to just take with it. The guys he wasn't there last year, I was watching him and, you know, your lad just got to be a bit faster. Uh, I, I, I know there was a lot of other players that look like that. But, you know, it's slowly but surely, we're getting there. You know, if we can get this one out the line, then we'll move on to another one and another one. It's, it's a big job.
0: I this think, Alec, I think the Edward situation has to be sorted out quickly. I, I don't know how long you can drag it through pre-season and then you know, have that uncertainty not only lying over Edward but the squad because there's no doubt about it. You build your team around your best players. Edward, of course, is Celtic's best player. Yeah, you would say if there's uncertainty around him, it creates uncertainty around the team. If you can do that, you know, business, either get him to commit or move him on and getting his but in, the sooner the better for me.
2: The task force, Switzerland's just got a bit harder because there's been a red card for them in that game. What did you think Mark You, you well, looked as if You thought it was maybe harsh
0: Yeah initially You know in real time I did think it was um, Pretty high and dangerous When it's You see the replay Like If those tackles are red cards Then It'd be as well stopping the game I, I thought that was very harsh As soon as you show your studs At any level Now it's an automatic card Which it's a shame Because Switzerland were right in this game And it looked like They were taking it to Spain But up against it now. I mean, ten man, ten men against Spain. They will pass you to death. But nine minutes to get something here. It's going to be a, a tour order for Switzerland. Well, thank you to Alico one four one nine five
2: one one o two five. If you want to get involved, Andrew is up next in Cote Bridge Andrew, what have you got for us tonight? I uh,
6: uh, I just think reading this book going to Celtic, it needs to be done quick. Like because Edwards going soon, so it just needs to be done.
2: That's it with, with all Celtic's business Really needs to Get done very quickly Doesn't it Mark Because yeah. I think it's 19 days now Until the first leg Of the Michelin game They're away to Wales For the pre-season Training camp next week So they've got a friendly I think is that on The 7th So that's only 5 days away
0: Or so There's a lot of players To bring in There, there needs to be an urgency Doesn't there Of course there does um, Now the the boys that were Away in international duty we, was going. I think they're Meeting up in Wales So You get that part Of your squad back But I think you just need Fresh energy Going into that Qualified game uh, And Nisbet would certainly Tick that box If he is who you're going after And Celtic have been guilty of It way too often Over the years You know Mentioned a name Might not be a donor call, It might be the press Mentioning names And linking names But You know There's no smoke without fire In these situations So They're genuinely right Who Celtic are targeting But it drags on And it drags on And we've seen all too often That those slip away And they go elsewhere Celtic this season Alec mentioned it before Andrew's mentioned it now have to get their business done right away so Ange Postecoglou has the best chance in the Champions League qualifiers and then when the league starts
2: Andrew, do you think that's the dilemma that if there's people like Edward and Ayer and Christy who may leave this summer, that Ange Postacoglu might think, you know what, I, I might want to try and keep them for these first few qualifiers, keep them around until I get my business done. Would you rather that happen so that Celtic are stronger for those when they're still business up in the air? Would you rather, you know, the deals to get those out the door are done quickly so that you can get the, the squad you want for the season ahead ready?
6: You're probably better off just getting squad ready, isn't it? Because what's the point in playing? Edward and all that, if I going to be leaving, just to get them used to a the squad so they're not going to be out better off getting the new guys in to get used to the squad, play with the team a bit before the season starts.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Look if you're gonna if that's the route you're gonna go down that you're gonna keep guys about who may not be there when the transfer window shuts and you fail, then it's always gonna come back to haunt you that Perhaps they weren't giving their all, you know, upset the balance of the team. I'd rather fail with guys who were going to be there, part of that squad for the full season. That means moving them on and getting guys like Nisbet and whoever else are targeting right now, giving them a, a, a couple of pre season games together and letting them go and give it their best shot rather than, you know, last year's team who some of them could be away in the summer, some could be away in January. I'd rather have a fresh squad, a fresh mindset. Um, Get into these Champions League qualifiers In the start of the league Then You know Memories of last season Lingering over Well
2: thank you to Andrew 01419511025 Give us a call And you could be up next After the travel with Lindsay
0: 0141 951 1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
2: Mark Wilson here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Just about a minute to go of normal time between Switzerland and Spain. Still one all in that one, could well be heading to extra time. Mark, earlier on when you strolled into the office, you were really excited about your barbecue, telling me about everything you'd bought, I'm now looking out the window and uh, I think
0: your plans might be out the window now. Listen, I went to the shop today and got some barbecue food uh, when it was roasting, but Andrew, I didn't check the weather for later on, so it's been a bit hit and miss, so hopefully um, the sun comes out and I can stick a burger on for the Belgium-Italy game. 01419511025
2: 01419511025 If you've got anything on your mind, Frank is a Celtic fan. Up next, Frank, would you be happy with the signing of Kevin Nisbet if it went through?
1: No, I would not. No, uh, no, for me, uh, I think it's laziness for the the scouting. I mean, we've got. A, what's, the, what's the point of having a scouting system that if we're going to just look at our front door? I mean, there must be somebody at the Euros that we can look at four million pounds. I mean, he's not good enough. I just don't think he's any better than Griffiths. And if he's going to be a replacement for Edward, then I want an Edward type player. I just but think he would. And another thing.
2: I uh, mean, we'll take that point first of all, Frank, and we'll let you come back in. Frank's saying that Celtic should be aiming higher than Kevin is, but we were talking about that, how you know it can maybe be seen as. Sometimes more of a risk to to go abroad Frank's talking about players at the Euros But there's a big chance that any strikers that are scoring goals at the Euros Are probably going to cost Celtic a lot more than £4 million
0: Yeah, of course they will They will cost a lot of money And a lot of these guys at the Euros um, Will have their sights set higher um, than Celtic And I know some Celtic fans will think Well, huge club, yes, of course But the league um, and the ambition that some of these guys will have will, will outweigh Celtic. But I, I, in terms of the scouting department uh, comment there for Frank, I think it would be ignorant if the scouting department and recruitment department didn't. Uh, I'd be ignorant not to look at guys in in Scotland and and see who's the best here and and you know spend money on them because I, I mentioned a couple earlier that Celtic spent money on, um, and it, it works. You know it, it, you look. At Rangers side as well Gambling and, and paying money For Scottish talent That works It wins games If they're good enough Surrounded by better players They will have a good return for you And I think Kevin Nisbet Has shown That he's a goal scorer Okay At a level below But if it came to Hibbs The pressure was on him And he returned again So I believe he's shown The right form The right progression Over the last couple of years That would make it a good investment Frank
1: yeah, well I, I disagree I mean I don't mind putting this
0: coming in if if somebody else is coming in with him I, I just don't think he's a, he's a good enough replacement for Edward Yeah uh, listen I, I I think you're right there Now I I don't think he's an Edward He's far from it at the minute um, That's why I said about five minutes ago if Edward's going get him get him going just now you know move him on so you can firmly focus on what you've got and what you need and I think Nesbitt would be, uh, he, he certainly would give you a good return uh, in terms of goals and all-round play. But I do think they would potentially need to supplement him with someone else because Griffiths and a Yeti, that's as, as big a gamble as you're going to get in the striking department this year because you actually don't know what you're going to get from the two of them. So it's a position that Celtic need to get right and it needs to fit in with the, the full formation and philosophy that Ange Postecoglou is going to play.
2: Frank, you were talking about watching the Euros and saying that Celtic should be looking at that. Is there anyone in particular that's caught your eye that, that you think Celtic should be going for?
0: Uh,
1: not particularly, but there must be somebody that scouts. I've been looking at anyway. We're needing about 10 players. That's the other point. We need to 10 players. And all we've brought in so far is two young project players. BCF Sheffield Wednesday. It's an absolute disgrace.
0: Yeah, look, I, I have to agree with Frank um, on this one because... We we kept going back to it. The position that Celtic have put Ange Postecoglou in is an incredibly difficult one. He's came to the club and, like Frank says, do need about eight to ten players um, and really strengthen that squad. If you look through Celtic's squad just now, what's remaining in the building, it, it's nowhere near good enough to challenge. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done in a short space of time. There's still no of recruitment just now There's Ange Postecoglou and his coaching staff They're trying to work on the pitch What their philosophy is And trying to drum it through to the players that are there just now But who's looking at the transfer targets? Who's bringing them in? And it needs to be done soon And like Frank says There's only been 2 signings of young players Who we might see the best of them in years to come But Celtic fans want players who can make a difference now
2: Frank, is there a specific area at the moment that you think Celtic, you know, is is the priority that Celtic need to address first more than any?
1: Centre half and full back. Simple as that. Two full backs, two centre halves, and a left back.
2: I mean, that's the thing, Mark. If you look at Celtic's squad, and we'll take Christopher Iyer out the equation because he's come out and said that he wants to leave. He's asking Celtic to keep the promise of letting him leave. You're looking at the back four that Celtic currently have at the moment available to them you've got maybe Anthony Ralston's probably the only recognised right back. Yeah. You're then looking at centre back Stephen Welsh and probably Christopher Julian, are the two in there. There's Osazi Oregide who's just come in yesterday from Sheffield Wednesday and left back. It's probably Greg Taylor's your your top option.
0: Is that a back four that is going to win you a title? No. I mean, if you had to go with that back four, you've got to say you you would struggle to finish second with that back four. Uh, and that's no disrespect to to young Welsh and and, and Taylor. I like Taylor. Uh, Welsh I think he's he, his better years are to come But if there was an outstanding centre half Or a stronger centre half last year I, I doubt how much game time he would have got um, It's it's positions that, that need to be They must be filled before you go in To the start of the season Because you cannot start with a back four And that's not to mention the goalkeeper mm-hmm. Because the goalkeeping position Is the exact same position Celtic were in At the turn of the year Where They don't know who the best one is You know Hazard I I see there was talking Him going alone So that suggests that They don't believe He's going to be number one Bain Listen Bain is 50-50 split With with supporters Some think he's good enough Some don't And of course Barkas Will he be given a second chance Who knows So a lot to be done And that's before you even get To the midfield area And your main striker So I think I'm with Frank I think the, the back four And the goalkeeper Has to be sorted out Before anything else really that's where
2: there'll be an interesting point in the coming weeks to see if there's anything Ange Postacoglu spots that maybe John Kennedy didn't and Neil Lennon didn't before. If there's certain players in particular that you know he sees in training and thinks, actually, you know what? I really like them and they should be given more of a shot. Whether it is, for example, you know a, a Barkas who didn't cut it last season, maybe he sees something uh, of him in training that he likes or Bain or just some outfield players, some youngsters, or maybe
0: some guys yeah. that, that come to the fore if they impress in training. Well, you'd like to think so. Uh, if not, then you're going to see the exact same stuff that you seen last season. That's the worry for, for the Celtic supporters just now. They're hoping that Ange Postacoglu comes in with fresh ideas, gives players that fresh belief uh, and sees something different and attracts better players than they had last season. That is the hope for the Celtic fans. But, uh, you know, it's it's taken a long time and I'm not putting that at Ange Postacoglu's Doorstep because he's a lot on his plate just now, but the other moving parts have to be sorted out to give him the best opportunity to succeed.
2: Frank, are you concerned at all at the moment just with the, you know, the number of players that Celtic need to bring in and the short space of time they have to do it?
1: Yeah, I was very concerned about six seven weeks ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, 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 that, so, that's right. That, yeah. So, I
1: mean, we, we need to
2: hear about now. I mean. Especially when next week If Celtic are going away In a pre-season training camp You've obviously been away On these camps Do you think it's important To have basically The crux of the squad there That are going to be playing Next season If you've only got Sort of Bits and pieces It's going to be tougher
0: To to really build What Postacoglu is wanting to do That's the thing Pre-season games Aren't just for fitness You know It's good to Get up to speed again Get the legs going again But it's about understanding Your teammates Building reports with them You know Building relationships Especially in a back four Knowing your teammates now, if, if you play 4 preseason pre-season games With a guy who you're not going to start Beside when the actual real stuff comes about and Then what's the point? And you're going in with a new guy playing beside you In the meaningful games Then it's going to hamper your chances So... The quicker he can get these guys in, the better. But uh, as I keep saying, it's a lot of work in a short space of time, Andrew. And really, we're, we're yet to see any
2: sort of Postacoglu coglu signings that are, that are his signings because yeah. he said about Aragede yesterday, you know, he's someone that the, the club's club been tracking track. for a while.
0: Yeah, and again, I, I feel for him a bit because he's got so much in his plate. He has to meet the players. Introduce his style Focus on tactics The way he's want to play But also when he goes home at night He's got to have a database of players Who he wants to bring to the club Then meet Dominic McKay And put it through That's what Head of recruitment And director of football That takes the stress Off glue. But of course those guys aren't in place well thank you to Frank and thank you for all your
2: calls and tweets tonight thank you to Mark Wilson in the studio as well if you're interested in Switzerland Spain that one's gone to extra time after finishing one all I'll be back again next week Monday to Friday all your transfer talk all your pre-season news will be bringing you that but make sure to stick around tonight because it's the big one it's the GBX